Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Estimate the energy of an utterly massive wind turbine by Red Elaine. It's amazing that we can get electrical power just from the wind, but that's exactly what happens with a wind farm. It's a collection of wind turbines in a particular location with abundant wind. And as with many things, bigger is better. The Hornsea Wind Farm, for example, is being built 75 miles off the coast of Yorkshire, England. And upon completion, it is expected to be the biggest offshore wind farm in the world. These are some big wind turbines with a diameter of 154 meters, more than 500 feet. But here's the part I'm interested in. They claim that just one turn of these giant wind turbines can generate enough energy to power a house for a whole day. You know what comes next, right? An estimation. Let's see if the numbers add up for this claim. I suppose we should start with the fundamental physics principles that make this wind turbine create electricity. Like most other methods of generating electricity, it involves turning a coil of wire in a magnetic field. When a changing magnetic field passes through a coil, it produces an electric current. But then, how do you get that coil to turn? For a wind turbine, the air moving into the large blades pushes them in a rotating motion. Of course, you don't have to use wind to turn a turbine. You could use running water by placing some type of propeller-based blades in moving water like a stream or from a dam. Hydroelectric power plants do this. Another popular option is to heat up water and let the steam turn a turbine. This is how coal and natural gas power plants work. It's also how a nuclear power plant operates. The only difference between nuclear and coal power production is that one burns a fossil fuel to heat up water, and the other uses a nuclear reaction. The turbine parts are essentially the same. It's crazy if you think about it. Really, the only power generation method that's different is a solar panel. That works with a different method. That's great and all, but how do you estimate the power, and then the energy, from a wind turbine? All of the energy comes from the kinetic energy of moving air. Kinetic energy can be calculated as K equals one-half mv squared. In this expression, m is the in this expression, m is the mass of air, and v is the airspeed. Let's assume that the air enters the turbine with a speed of v1 and then leaves at a slower speed of v2. This decrease in speed means a decrease in kinetic energy. 
and it is that energy that eventually turns into electricity. The speeds might be easy to estimate, but what about the mass of the air? Suppose that we have a large cylinder of air that enters the turbine. The cross-section area of this cylinder is a circle the same size as the rotating props and the length of the cylinder is just a value. For now, I will call it L. What is the mass of this giant cylinder of air? Well, if I know the density of air, I do, and the volume of a cylinder, yup, I can calculate the mass of air. Remember, a good estimate for the density of air, P, is around 1.2 kilograms per cubic meter. M equals P times V. V equals pi times R squared L. There is still one thing missing, the length of the cylinder of air, L. If the air is moving with a speed of V1 for some interval of time, delta T, then the length of this cylinder would be L equals V1 times delta T. This just comes from the definition of velocity in one dimension. Now instead of estimating the length, I can estimate the time interval. Remember, we are trying to find the energy from one rotation of that wind turbine. I can just look at a video and see an actual rotating turbine. My estimate is that it takes about 4 seconds to make one rotation. There are only a few more things to estimate. Initial air velocity equals 5 meters per second, 11.2 miles per hour. Final air velocity equals 2.5 meters per second, 5.6 miles per hour. Efficiency, fraction of kinetic energy that goes to electrical energy, 0.25. Average power consumption for a house, 12,000 watts. Now for the calculation. You can change the values if you disagree with my estimates. So, that didn't work. Using my values, the one turn of the wind turbine creates 291 watt-hours, a unit of energy, but a house uses about 48,000 watt-hours. I'm off by a factor of 100 or so. That means you would need 100 turbines, or 100 rotations, to get enough energy to run a house for a day. Okay, so, what went wrong? There are a couple of options. Obviously, my estimations could be off. But why would they be off by a factor of 100? Even if I double the wind speed and put the final air speed at 0 meters per second, it's still not enough energy. The other option is that there was some error in the video. Hey, it's possible. We all make mistakes. Maybe they meant to say that one rotation was enough to run a house for two hours or something like that. Who knows? What I do know is that even though my calculation doesn't agree with the video, wind turbines can produce quite a bit of energy. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.